0: It's showtime. It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of The Kenny Ho Show. How are you? I hope all is well. So, I've been thinking about all kinds of shit. I'm not the only, right? Like, everybody's got to be going crazy right now, being stuck at home so much. Well, not everybody's stuck at home. Uh, A lot of people are out there as if there is no global pandemic people are out there in record eh, in canada yeah i guess in like record numbers like it's getting bad second wave is coming way before anyone thought it would everyone in canada was like ah we've got this thing under control in the fall when the flu comes that's what that's when our second wave's coming in november you know when it gets cold end of summer beginning of fall these people are like, we're sick of this shit, we're going to the beach, we're going to the cottage. Master for fools. Social distancing is for pricks. And everybody's just thrown caution to the wind. And boom, today, Ontario, 300 cases. And every day it's been going up, every day. Like at the beginning of the week, I could have sworn, at the beginning of last week, I guess, today's Monday. At the beginning of last week, it was like triple digits. And within a week... We've gone up to 300 from 100, so we've tripled up. So those people are just stupid. But people like me, who've been as safe as safe can be, there's nobody safer than me, it's gotten to the point where I don't even remember what the wind feels like. Remember on The Simpsons when they blocked out the sun? Didn't it start doing things to people like, wasn't Homer walking weird or something? I feel like I'm a couple weeks away from that. By the time Halloween rolls around, I'm going to be an actual creature of the night. But I've been thinking a lot and I've been thinking too much. And uh, if you're going through the same thing, the move is simply, I know it's harder, it's easier said than done, it's harder than what it sounds like, is really just don't. And that's not to say you're going to be able to turn off your mind, because I don't feel like that's a thing. I feel like when that happens, you'll be six feet under. Like even serial killers, I feel like their minds don't shut off. It's just like maybe their control over their mind shuts off. And the homicidal thoughts push the meek, mild-mannered reporter out of the way. And the inner takes over. But I've been thinking a lot about getting old. Not so much for me. Although I did wake up this morning and looked in the mirror. I'm like, Huh. Am I starting to crack? I mean, physically, mentally. We all know the answer to that one. And there's definitely times I'm like, oh boy. I remember the good Lord and and my parents all gave me some sweet gifts. You know, I looked good. Great smile, great personality, all this stuff. And I squandered all of it. But I can't think too much about that. Especially now because my grandpa is... uh, he just had like there was a huge health scare recently and uh because of COVID-19 like we can't we couldn't visit him it's like ah this is the really really bad timing. And thankfully he's pulled through. He's back home now. But as with anything, you know, once uh once something is damaged and broken, it's not going to be quite the same. Yes, yes, I I know all about that. So right now my dad's like scrambling. He's uh he has not handled this well. Like he is he has had no chill about this. He's just, like, gone 110%, full throttle, 100 miles per hour. Wait a minute, that's an American thing. He's been going, like, at 180 kilometers per hour. And I don't know how Americans always, uh, the American media is always like, Oh, it's like this, but on steroids. But this is the Great White North, eh? We don't promote the use of a performance-enhancing contraband. We don't refer to things being on steroids. We say things like, oh, he was moving like if Crosby had a dozen timbits and a gallon of maple syrup, bud. And despite having a bunch of brothers and sisters, my dad has had to basically do everything. He's had to take care of this entire situation. They haven't done anything. They've just gone about their lives as if nothing's gone on. And uh, my dad will, like, report 100% of what's going on, fill them in on everything. And all they're doing is giving orders. Yeah, you need to do this, you need to do that. So what's the deal with this and what's the deal with that? It's like, hey, dickhead, why don't you pick up the goddamn phone and ask for yourself? Which is the correct response to this as far as I'm concerned. But my dad, of course, not his way. So he's like... Don't you worry. Leave it all to me. I've got it. And then the moment he hangs up the phone, he'll turn around to me and be like, Kenny, you've got this, right? I'm like, huh? What the hell? I didn't sign up for this bullshit. I signed up to deal with you and your crap when you're old. Listen, I'm a busy man. I'm about to take a sweet vacation into Tamriel. I gotta start prepping my mod skills. So that's been annoying. At one point, I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. I was literally like, what are those people doing? I'm not doing that. And then so he gets on the phone and he calls my brother. He's like, all right, so you're up. You got this, right? This is why I'm a coward. The man who taught me how to be a man handles his business like this. But now that, you know, he's back home, I figured, oh, okay, well, me and my brother can take a break now. I can legit disappear to Tamriel for the next six months, realistically. I don't think my job's coming back for a minute. And then I get a call today, and the nurse is like, oh, so, uh, yeah, your dad told me to give you a call. I'm like, of course he did. (sighs) What do you want now, lady? I said it on the inside, of course. Uh, She was a nice lady. I wasn't going to give her a hard time. But now they're going through the process of trying to get him into a nursing home, which is really sad. I hope I'm long gone before that day comes when... I wanted to say when my children have to send me to a nursing home. But then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to die alone. So it'll be... The paramedic will be like, oh, this guy broke his hip. For the third time, we're going to have to send him to the nursing home. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope I'm... I'm just here for a good time. Well, I'm not really having a good time. I hope I'm just here for a short time. Not a long time. And so I've been doing research. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say all day. I, I, I simply had a look at it for like an hour. There's videos now of all the nursing homes in the city. And if you're a rich man, these places are nice. But if you're Poe like us, oh my goodness. I'm like, what, what, what is he, an animal? You're gonna, how, you, how the hell do you accommodate someone, a living human being like this? I get it. I, I like puppies more than human beings as well. I like squirrellies. Hell, I even like skunks better than I like human beings. But still, this is my grandpa you're talking about. You can't be putting him in this rough condition just because he has no money. Because if you have money, you can get yourself a sweet private room. It can look and feel like your own uh, sweet-ass luxury apartment, if that's what you want. But if you're poor, the basic... Dude, it's it's a small room and there's four people in it. It legitimately looks like a hospital room. And the beds look like hospital beds. And the stench, I'm assuming, smells like a hospital as well. I don't know why I said hospital like that. A hospital. It's because I'm a refined... Classically trained theater actor. But I looked at it and I'm like, I would never ever go for that. It's literally your bed. And then there's not a foot away a curtain. And maybe at the very best, a foot away from your bed is somebody else's bed. Like that curtain is so close together. It does absolutely nothing. For old people, it's probably like third base. In fact, I don't think I've ever even slept that close to a girl before. Like, it could be okay if, like, you get into a room and everybody's cool. But even then, like, I think about it now. Like, uh, my buddy Sheed, one of the closest friends I've ever had in my entire life. Would I want to sleep every single night half a foot away from this man? No. And that's one of my best friends, and I know the man's straight I know I'm not gonna wake up in the middle of the night with a big old dong in my mouth, but you never know what type of raging homosexuals are out there in this world. Predators are a thing. Gay predators is one of the great nightmares any parent should have. I know they probably don't, I think most parents are concerned with, you know, straight predators if they've got daughters, but hey man just as scary not to downplay regular predators but just as scary would be a big black guy with dreads i don't know why i'm describing the predator from the arnold schwarzenegger movie but that's what i imagine he would look like a big six foot six jacked black guy who has the strength to overpower me and take me against my will that should be a nightmare any boy father should fear for his son But when I saw those beds, I immediately turned to my dad and I'm like, you better get grandpa to do those exercises. Because they had to give him like an extensive rehabilitation stint. I'm like, he better do those exercises every single day. He better delay this as his future. I know my grandpa. I know this is not his move. He's an independent man. He don't like dealing with other people. Like It must be a biological thing. People and us ho men, it's like water and oil. Like, not to sound like a, a, a horrible piece of shit, because, yes, it's a very good chance I'm not a good person, but still, the line is uh, blood, you know? To an extent. Like, the cousins and uncles and shit on that side of the family, I liked one of them. Haven't spoken to the man in years, but he's, like, the only one if I ran into him, I'm like, okay, we can, we'll talk, you're cool. The rest of them dead to me but still my grandpa's a cool dude so i'll definitely look out for him i definitely care about him and i certainly uh, hope he lives uh, another 10 years and healthy and happy and such but for his sake i hope that he gets it together basically is independent and off on his own up until the day he croaks like it needs to be you know at the end of the day 10 years from now, he's in his sleep and he just goes. That's what I hope for him. Because this alt-reality, this... Because it's the shittier of the realities or the possibilities, it's probably gonna be what happens. Because, hey man, we ain't white and privilege. Dreams do not come true for people like us. I'm pretty sure, at best, my grandpa has lived the revised Asian-Canadian dream. Which, for myself is a stretch at this point. I'm just trying to not live the revised Asian Canadian nightmare, which is remember that story about the big black predator I was telling you about? That. But yeah, this alternative to what I said is horrible. He'd wish he's dead cuz I'm telling you that's what I would do every day. I'm like, oh my goodness, kill me, nurse. You see that pillow over there? You mind just taking it and just putting it over my face, like, real tight, and don't take it off until I stop squirming? Could you do that for an old man? But we'll see how that all unfolds. And I really do hope I don't make it that far. I hope I'm dead in the next few years. I mean, sure, I could, I could like, go out there and be reckless like these white people are and uh, hang out at beaches that are jam-packed. Go on Tinder dates with these lucid broads or just like lick doorknobs in public places i'm sure i'll catch something and die from it but i don't know that seems like the chumps way to go i feel like the best way to go is if i start eating like three pizzas a day and not just like regular pizzas i'm talking like double cheese meat lovers not a single vegetable on it type of pizzas right and like party size. Which isn't what I've been trying to do, but not far from the truth of what I have been doing. My mother the other day bought, like, three packs of hot dogs. Like, these really nice hot dogs. I don't even know what brand they are, but they're friggin' delicious. And she's like, oh yeah, you know, one for us and uh, one for each of your brothers. And let's not get these uh, these regular hot dog buns. Let's get these, like, sweet Italian... I don't know whether that's like crusty bread, right? Like uh, those types of buns. And she got a bunch of those, enough for all the hot dogs. And guess what? Neither one of them were interested. They're like, this is shit. We don't want to eat this type of stuff. We have uh, things to live for, people to live for, and reasons to be healthy and live a good long life. You can have it, fat boy. I'm like, listen... Okay, I'm not going to argue for a second. Give it it here, lady. So I've been eating like nothing but hot dogs and pizza for the past like six days. I feel like complete garbage, but I got to suck it up. It's either feel like complete garbage while eating the most delicious, mm -mm, good hot dogs I've had in like years. The last time my hot dogs was good, it was like when I went to a concert and they put it on the grill for me. Certainly the bun wasn't nice and delicious like these ones. So it's the best way to feel like shit. Because I can do it in the comfort of my own home. I have my own room. And if I can go out this way, this would be ideal. If I don't do this, and I I live a long life. I was going to say good long life. I know for a fact the good part is not a part of it. But the long part could very well be. Because think about your life. All the stuff that you don't want to happen... Does it not usually happen? So I'm like, I don't want to live a long life. The good Lord's like, you got to live to 120, old Kenny. In these nursing homes, and since you're poor, you have to share the room with three strangers. And I ain't going to tell you if any of them would fall into the category of predator. C'est la vie, life's full of surprises, isn't it? I'm like, oh boy, this seems fitting, I guess. Well, this is how I'm going to live all the rest of my life. Just like how I lived the majority of my life, in constant fear and anxiety. Man, I was not supposed to have a whole episode about this, but here we are nevertheless. I won't make it strictly about this, let's talk about something else. I was also thinking about, just before I came on, I'm like, what the hell is the meaning of life? Like, what is... What is anyone doing with their life? Like, I'm I'm not even kidding. I'm not even joking that I'm preparing to head into Tamriel and get Skyrim. I just don't want to pay full price for it. And since Steam's, like, always on sale now, I'm like, here, yeah, let me clear out some of these games that I also paid a shitload of money for. Like, could have waited for a sale but didn't. Let me just clear some of this stuff out. And then when it's on sale, I'll get it. That and Fallout 4 which I have for PlayStation, but I'm like, I want to get all these mods. The base game was okay, like the vanilla version of the game was okay, but, you know, not Fallout 3 good. But it seems like the mods would make it an incredible experience, so I'm waiting on that as well. But I feel guilty. I'm like, there are things I want to do with this free time that I have, and I keep telling myself to do it. But, like, all these mental oopsies are slowing me down and uh, not preventing me from doing it. But I'm compounding the issue by playing all these video games and wanting to play all these video games. But is that a sin? Is that, like, wrong of me? Am I wasting my life? And I'm sure the answer is yes. But what's the alternative? Like, what am I doing? Like, I'm in no man's land. I am kind. I feel like I'm not young enough where I can go start uh, start over... Like, it'd be weird if I showed up to, to Humber again at this point for a third time and, like, with my backwards hat and my skateboard, and I show up. and Hey, cowabunga dudes, look at me. I'm so young and hip. I'm just going to fit right in. Don't mind me, you know, that's not a bad hip. Just a friggin' partially arthritic knee young lady with the revealing top. I would hit on you if you didn't look young enough to be my granddaughter. But I'm also not an old guy where it's like, yeah, you know what, I got, I got 10 more years, let's just ride this sucker out. I'm kind of in no man's land where I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to suffer for all the mistakes I've made in my day. And it's going to be for quite a long time. If I'm right, I'm going to be here until 120? My goodness, that's like another 100 years almost. So when I think about, oh, what am I supposed to be doing now, like in life? Who knows? I'm sure at some point I'll figure it out and look back and be like, oh, man, I regret how I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And now it's too late. But I can, I guess, make it smaller, make my world smaller and just focus on the Kenny Ho Show. What am I going to do on the Kenny Ho Show? Because that's more graspable. Is that a word? It's more something I can break down and and like give it a go because even if i wanted to go back to school it's like oh crap i gotta figure that out and then like wait until the next semester but like with the kenny hill show if i can figure out what i'm trying to do i could do it tomorrow i haven't given it much thought i guess i want to make it good That's that's the first step to any podcast probably you imagine people want to make it good but i imagine most of them aren't once upon a time, I was part of this like, Potter and Family movement or whatever. That was just like any popularity contest. It was just like high school, grade school, whatever. Like a few chosen podcasts got boosts. It seemed like everyone was licking their balls and kissing their ass. Retweet, retweet, like, oh, lots of comments for you. And you gotta imagine that podcast was probably kind of shite. I imagine it's like three or four frat white boys who are just saying dumb shit that's not funny and people eat it up. Whatever, I'm jaded and hateful. But the amount of podcasts I saw on there, and I guess you can't really judge a a book by its cover, but I don't know, I feel like sometimes there are definitely going to be books out there that has a shitty cover and the contents are complete rubbish. Whereas... If you have a sweet leather binding, gold-lettered, you know, like a Bible-looking thing, and you read it, it's like, that was one hell of a book. I can't come up with any examples in that department, but there have definitely been some amazing comic books where it's like, this cover is beautiful, and then I flip through the pages, and I'm like, that story was incredible. Whoever said you can't judge a book by its cover was dead wrong. I picked this book because it had a great cover and boy, was I ever rewarded with a riveting tale of Kal-El and Bruce Wayne laying the smack of down on one of Lex Luthor's abominations. So there just has to be some podcast where you look at it's like, this looks like it's a piece of shit. And you listen to it and it's got to be a piece of shit where it sounds like they're recording on something even worse than a Blue Yeti without that uh, digital software that makes it sound good. Because come on, I went to radio school and I studied radio production and there's tons of shit I don't know. Like I remember one time they brought in like a guy who did audio engineering and he had to teach us the industry standard for radio production, that program. To this day, I don't know how to use it, but the audio engineering guy, it was like nothing for him. It was child's play. So I'm not even close to being amazing in this field, but I do know a thing or two. And you got to imagine there's people out there who have no clue, who have no business doing a podcast, but because their lives are... I want to say more empty than mine, but I'm like, there's no way there's people with lives more empty than mine. I had three hot dogs today. There is no way people are living a more sad existence than me. Oh, I guess maybe, you know, the kids in Ethiopia who would kill for three hot dogs per day, but I'm saying first world, you know, people who matter, you know, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but basically what I'm trying to say with Kenny Ho's show is I feel like I don't know what exactly to do episode from episode, try to be as best as I can be, I suppose. Be all that you can be. Again, that's the American one, right? What the hell's the Canadian equivalent of that? We're awfully inferior, eh? Die in this obsolete fighter jet, eh? But we're still more powerful than the Filipino army, so it's funny when they threaten us. That guy's a clown. That president, oh my goodness. He operates as if he's the president of a good country. Like, I think the GDP of the Philippines is the equivalent of what I make per year. And you know how poor I am. It's always cold or too hot. And there's always cockroaches everywhere. Didn't that clown just pardon like a dude who killed a tranny? I mean, a transgender person? Now, I didn't look into this, I didn't research it because I don't really care. But, um, I gotta assume why that dude killed, uh, this, uh, this Zerg is because he got tranny tricked, right? That's gotta be what happened. Like, he was out with his buddies, He's a soldier or something, he's out with his army buddies and they're all like, Hey man, let's defile some foreign chicks, let's impregnate some of these chicks and then never ever see them again. And so they all go to, like, the best bar in the Philippines, which is like the shittiest dive bar you've ever been to. And then the soldier picks out a really tall girl. Got a great stature on her, got a great posture. And they start making out feverishly in the corner and... This tall girl is really strong. She's the aggressor. She pins him up against the wall. And he likes it. He likes it rough. So they go back to, once again, the finest... One-star hotel that the Philippines has. And they continue to make out real hard, real rough. And the soldier rips the shirt off this tall, stern, strong girl. And two oranges fall out of her shirt. And his jaw drops to the ground. And before he can react and do anything about it, he gets a strong wiener right into his open mouth. And then what follows is what we call in the business a tranny killing. It's kind of like... You know, when, like, Arabs do uh, honor killings of their own flesh and blood because uh, she showed her ankle to some dude? What a whore! Exact same moves, because guess who taught them that stuff? The greatest army in the entire universe. The American, all-American, American, American, red, white, and blue army. And even though it seems like there was a happy ending for... Well, there's a different type of happy ending for the Zerg before Zerg got murdered, but then it was a really unhappy ending for Zerg. But it's the same thing for this American soldier, because even though he got away with murdering somebody in cold blood, you stupid Filipino president piece of shit, um, he's a prisoner of his own mind, because what choice does he have? He put his tongue down the throat of another man, and he enjoyed it for about 45 minutes straight. And one can only imagine, that's the worst type of prison a man can ever go to. Well, except for a real prison when, like, the big black predator gives it to you on a regular basis, right? Boom! That's how I'm going to end the show. There's other stuff I want to talk about, but guess what? I'll just do another episode. Why not? I, I took, like, a nap after eating two of the three hot dogs. I got energy. All right, so that's it. That's episode 262, yes, I believe, of the Kenny Ho Show. I hope you had yourself a great time. I had myself some fun doing this episode like I always do. So until next time, you take care of yourself, wash your hands, wear a mask. Because, you know, still a global pandemic. People still need to socially distance and wear masks. I don't understand what's lost in translation, but maybe I'll talk about that next episode. Until then... This has been The Kenny Ho Show. You've just experienced showtime, and now it's nap time. Toodles!